On today's show, Christian Wood is eligible for a contract extension. Should the Mavs sign him to it? Should they offer him to it? Should Christian Wood accept it? What's going to happen with him? Talk about that and more on today's Locked on Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavs. I believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen and then comment anything below. Let me know. Should Christian Wood accept the contract offer? Should the Mavericks offer it to him? Let us know in the comment section below what you think about the Christian Wood contract situation. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKDOWN. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. And joining me, as always, my co host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the sixth son, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm getting closer, I'm getting back. Hold on, I gotta turn the music down so we can hear you. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm feeling a lot better, but my voice is still not fully back yet. But it's good. Mavs beat the Lakers. That was the best Christmas gift <laughs> uh, for my for my whole day. But uh, you know what is frustrating? Let me do a Christmas rant real quick. Oh presents. boy! Oh geez. You know, I just want to know if anybody else is out there. They get their they get their kids some you know gifts from for Christmas. And then they get obsessed with over the dumbest little thing, like the next day. Like they and play the, with the box instead of playing with the. Yeah, and it's like, what? Where's all these toys? Why? Why are you obsessed with this like little helmet on this like little dude? And it's like you have all these things. So like, <laughs> why? Anyway, that's just the spot I was at today. You know, Isaac, I think sometimes God looks at us like that, whether he's given us so many good gifts and then he's like, how? I've given you my love. Why is that? It's only a sermon metaphor. You'll go down some week. How good was Jason Gallagher's tweet with Windhorse dressed up as the shepherd? <laughs> Unbelievable. I love Jason Gallagher. What was the caption on it? I can't even remember now. I think it was what child is this? Like, oh, song. yeah. yeah Windhorse. <laughs> You know, yeah. what's going on in what child what's is going on, so dude. funny uh, on today's show. We're getting into Christian Woods contract extension. He's eligible for it right now. We will talk about uh, the dilemma that is his contract extension, where the Mavs feel with it, what we think the Mavericks should do and all that. Uh, some comparable contracts that have been signed recently that I think would match that. So you can talk about the different kinds of players that are around that number. And then we'll get into quickly about uh, Tyler Dorsey was released AJ Lawson was signed. We'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about bet online. They got a, a couple of odds for trades. Next, tr- next team. If the Dallas Mavericks are number one for Trey young, that is blowing my mind. We will talk about that. What those odds mean. And if that would happen, uh, DeRozan, Zach Levine, and then James Harden talk about all those guys <laughs> later in the show, but let's get into this. We are 141 subscribers away from 20,000 on YouTube. I need 141 of you to stop what you're doing or continue and listen in the background. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Get us to 20,000 by 2023 because that would be incredible. This channel has grown so much because of you guys. This show has grown incredibly well. 
Uh, the playoff run definitely helped. I'm meeting more people in person. It's been awesome. A lot, a lot of it thanks to YouTube. So go subscribe. We just need 141 of you Raccoon Squad members. Let's do All it. Right. Christian Wood. On Christmas Eve, he's eligible for a four-year, $77 million contract extension. The Mavericks are limited to that much. Like, that's the most they can give him. They're limited to that offer starting at 120% of his salary from this year. So 120% of $14 million that he's making this year is $17.2 million. Then he gets 8% raises. That takes him all the way to 2026. He'll be making $21.3 million if that's the, the, uh, the, uh, the offer the Mavericks actually make. It's a dilemma, though, right? It's not this automatic... Even it's not even an automatic Jalen Brunson situation like it was last year. Give him the contract extension. He's been good. Just do it. Just you know, just get it over with and uh, and and sign him to the deal. It's it's different than that. Yeah, it's definitely different than that. Um, <laughs> you're smiling. I thought you were going to keep on going, setting the stage. Um, you know, you look at Christian Wood's path up to up to right now. Um, you know, he's bounced around a bunch bunch of teams at the beginning of his career all these different training camps getting cut all of that and you know he, he finds himself uh in detroit and he has that one good year in, De- in detroit then they have to like kind of figure out all right do we want to invest into christian woodstock and they choose not to right like they choose to go jeremy grant route and <clears throat> even before that you know he he had to beat out a, a big three joe johnson for the final roster spot on that detroit pistons team That's beats fine. him out then then has a uh, has a good season, and you know they end up doing a signing trade. They send him to Houston. We know what happens to Houston; gets a little rocky there that second year. And they're looking around, saying, you know, everybody like you start looking around when Houston was trying to trade him. It was a hey, can we find a taker for him? You know, before the draft last year, and they were having a hard time trying to find somebody to take his contract for a year. All last year, they tried to trade him. Yeah, and you know, here here comes you know Dallas swooping in saying, "Hey, we'll we'll just give you some spare parts or not playing, including Bobon." Why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do that? This is a positive world. Why you gotta bring up Bobon? And the twenty six overall pick, yeah, late pick, and they gave him you know the the all the expiring contracts they had. (laughs) Yeah. So and and said, "Hey, on that night, we're gonna try to prove it to him. He's got to prove it to us." And it was a swing, and. That's why I was saying from day one, hey, there's no, there's not a lot attached to this. It's just a swing. They're just going to see how it's how it works out. We know how it's all played out this season of starting, not starting. How's Jason Kidd coaching him? They want more defensively and all this stuff. All leading up to this moment, he's 27 years old. He's playing really good basketball, the best basketball mm-hmm. he's played in Dallas over the past few weeks. For sure. Starting alongside Luca because of injuries, but he's making the most of the opportunity. And I, I still don't think that nothing's changed, really. I, you look at Mark Stein's report out of his Substack, which go subscribe subscribe to if you haven't already. Worth it. I'm saying that you know Dallas, you know, before the recent surge, like all indications that they're they're not going to extend him. And I still believe the same thing as Mark Stein. I don't think they're going to extend him before the before the trade deadline. I think it's more likely that he's traded than it is extending. And so if you look at it, so that's the Maverick side of it, right? You look at the Maverick side of it, you yeah. see this player and, you know, the, the history and then the way he's been playing now, which he has been playing well, like you said. And then you look at his side of it. Okay, I'm about to be 28 the start of next season. I've made $31 million in my career so so far. I've bounced around teams, and I'm like, okay, this is my shot. <laughs> this is my one. This is probably my one shot if it's going to be a four- or five-year deal to get a really big payday in the NBA. 
And so if you if you look at it from Christian Wood's perspective, four years, seventy-seven million, it might be low. <laughs> like it might be low for him uh, with what he expects, what he thinks he is in the NBA. And so you're like, okay, well, you have two sides of this now. Jason Kidd has been hesitant to trust him. He only really puts him into the the starting unit because of all these injuries that have happened. They're they're curious about how he would fit. We're not going to be able to see how he looks in a playoff setting. The Mavericks haven't played that many games that you feel, oh, this is like this is like a playoff game, and we'll see what Christian Wood looks like. And if they have played in those games, Christian Wood has not closed those games until very recently, like the last week and a half, basically or so. They have not. He has not closed those games. Jason Kidd has still been hesitant to trust him in that. And now the trade deadline is February 9th. It's not All-Star Weekend anymore. You got you got six weeks starting like right now. <laughs> six weeks to try and decide, all right, should we offer him this, this contract extension for four more years? Or should we just let him go to the offseason, be unrestricted, see if we can offer him to like offer him a smaller deal than this, and then see, you know, and then see what happens there. And you could just lose him, right? That's the dilemma that the Mavericks are in right now. That's the dilemma of signing Christian Wood coming up. Let's talk about some other contracts that have been signed in the NBA recently that are kind of comparable to Christian Wood and what we think the Mavericks should do. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best place where you can go play some daily fantasy sports. You can play it, and it doesn't have to be against all these guys that have been, you know, uh, working their whole day on trying to figure out what they're going to do. It's just you against the projected numbers. You can go pick three to five players. Uh, three to six players, I think, now, and the projected numbers. Uh, Washington versus Philly tomorrow in the NBA. Embiid against the Wizards, 31 and a half points over under. That is super high. I'm going to go over on that one. Porzingis, 20 and a half. Give me the under on Porzingis. Sorry, boy. And then I'm going to put in 20 bucks. You can win 60 bucks. Put in 100 bucks. You win 300. If you want to add another player, let's say I want to add James Harden, 20 and a half. Just give me less. He'll get, he'll have like 15 assists, but give me less. If I put down 100 bucks on that, I can win $225 just like that on Prize Picks. If they get more or less than their point totals that they have there, go check it out. It's Prize Picks, and right now you can get a hundred dollar instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars uh, with the promo code Locked On. Use the promo code Locked On at PrizePicks.com. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen today. Go make your second listen, Locked On NBA, Locked On Sports Today, great national shows across the Locked On Podcast Network on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Christian Wood contract extension dilemma. The Mavericks can offer him a four-year, $77 million deal. Does not seem like they are going to do that from what we've been told and how the Mavericks have kind of uh, handled this whole situation. The other contracts, I think, that are comparable – uh, there's a, a bunch of them signed in 2021. If you start looking around the league, um, one of them I think is really comparable. Aaron Gordon signed a four-year, 86 million dollar extension September of 2021. He's making 19.71 million dollars this year. Really good basketball player. Jared Allen got a five-year, hundred million dollar deal in August 2021. So just last year, he's making just just 20 million dollars a year. He made an All-Star team last year. So. That's yeah. like probably a little level up than I don't know if Christian Woods making an all-star team. John Collins got a five-year $125 million extension in August of 2021. He was a restricted free agent, got that full, got that extension there. He's making $23 million this season. And then Jeremy Grant, I think, is another comparable one. He's making $20.9 million. He's he had a three-year $60 million extension he signed in uh, November of 2020. Um if you're the Mavericks, you're like, okay, 
That's probably around the ballpark, which is about the ballpark of this extension, what it is right now. If you're Christian Wood, you're like, I think I'm better than all those players. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're Christian Wood and his agent, you know, that's what you you want, right? But is there another team that believes that? I mean, I, I think that's that's the question, and you know, it, you know, I think when you go back and say, "All right, he had a really good year in Detroit, and they let him go. He has a good year in Houston, and then they want to trade him." And you hope that this is the you know, this is the best situation he's been in, most winning you know he, he's been a part of in in his career. So for for Dallas and for for him, yeah, he thinks he's better than all those guys. And Rife is so like you want to have that confidence, right? Like you want you want to have an agent that believes in that too. Like that's what you're going for. He tweeted before the season about being an all-star. Yep. And although he's not going to be an all-star, he's still like playing good basketball as of late. But do you believe it long term? That's the question you got to ask. Do you do you believe it long term as saying, all right, these other teams didn't believe it. Do we believe in it? Enough to commit $77 million to it to make it, you know, giving $19 million a year. Or, like, do you feel the same as, you know, the past teams that he's been on? That That's what we don't know about what Dallas is feeling right now. <sighs> Find the Dallas Mavericks right now. I'm looking at this whole thing and going, okay, well. We do you just- think he's on the same level as those other guys? Because I'm, I'm sorry, I just don't. I think Aaron Gordon is, like, a better basketball player than Christian Wood. I think that John Collins, Jeremy Grant is probably like around the same level. Okay. I John Collins is the it's crazy because John Collins makes more than all the other guys. <laughs> and I'm like, I think he's clearly fourth on that list. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Like Jared Allen, Aaron Gordon, Jeremy Grant, I think all three of those guys are uh better than John. But you would Collins. agree he's in that ballpark, right? Because here's here's the next tier of, of players. The next tier of players, the, the bigs that have like the max ish contracts. Jaron Jackson Jr. got a four year hundred and five million dollar deal. He's making like twenty nine million this year. He signed that October, you know, twenty twenty one. Michael Porter Jr. got a five year max. He's making uh thirty well, million dollars a year, hundred and seventy. I'm just saying these are the next like four those five are like, the next four yeah. and fives that that's this is the next tier. De- but those yep. are the rookie extensions though. Like those are a little bit different. They're different, but it's the it's the player that you know I think you gotta look at like the Capella's you know, Sabonis is making eighteen point five. Capella like, signed a, a you know a two year extension, two year forty six million dollar extension, uh, September of twenty twenty one. So that's very similar to the deal that, that Christian Wood could get with this extension. Yeah, and so you just got to find like if if Dallas isn't willing to do it, or th- do they believe that another team on the market this summer is going to give him a Clint Capella contract? If so, then that's going to be the first team that's going to do it, right? Like no team has really done that. Houston gave him what a three year. I don't even remember what Houston gave him the three. I mean, it's the deal he's on now. It's like three thirty six, something like that. Three for thirty nine, um, three for forty one. Three for forty one. So, yeah. yeah. So is he gonna like? I think personally, I think his next contract will be around that like three for forty five. I think it'll be around the same range, a little bit more. Whether that's from Dallas, whether that's I think it'll be a little shorter term deal again of two to three years around 15, 16 million dollars a year. I think it'll be something like that whether it's with Dallas or with another team. One of the other dilemmas about Christian Wood is that you see the potential. You see what he can be as 
this guy can score 20. He's a good shooter. Like he, he can handle the ball a little bit. Like he can do all these things. It's been the potential of his career that has kind of like it like tantalizes you and you're like, okay, well, I can see it. I can see how it would work. And then you look at the deficiencies that you know, the the issues, and you're like, all right, well, we've never ever seen it in a playoff like series, let alone playoff atmosphere, right? So you're like, okay, if you're the Mavericks. We have to commit to this guy if we're going to do this extension to make sure that he doesn't leave. We have to commit to this guy, and we got six weeks between now and the trade deadline to figure that out. That that what is you, a what? that's a tough dilemma to try and figure out. All right, we've seen this player grow. We've seen him become a better defender in the Mavs system. Right over the last couple of weeks, we've seen him play well, but we don't know how it will translate. Would we go to the playoffs and all of a sudden like everybody's just attacking Christian Wood one on one, and we see okay, well. We can't play him. Like, it's the Cantor situation where you're like, all right, we were going to pay this guy 19. Cantor got paid $19 million. And then all of a sudden, they're like, we can't play this guy because you, you, what was, who is it? Uh, Billy Donovan's like mouthing the words, can't play Cantor in the playoffs. That happens to guys in the playoffs. You think there's a scenario that, you know, Wood and his agency accept something for less than the four for 77? Like, what if Dallas came to him and said, hey, we want more time? We'll extend you one year for twenty million, or, you know, what if it's two years? Two years for, forty. Yeah, it's a little rich, but you know, it's it's two for sixteen a year or something like that. Like, I, I wonder if they'll accept something three for forty five. I wonder if they'll accept something like that. That's more of hey, we we can't do the four for seventy seven. We just can't commit that right now. But will you take something shorter term? I don't know. That's it's an interesting one because it is about all right, can we commit to this player with the role that, you know, we'd have we'd put him in that we want to be a playoff team. We want to be a championship team. We have to be a championship te- caliber team with Luka in the next 2 or 3 years, right? Like yeah. in the next 2 years, really. We have to be that. Can Christian Wood fit into that? And if the Mavericks do end up making one of these trades where they get one of these guys we'll talk about in the third segment, can he play a role next to those guys? Can he be the third guy? It's like he's the second guy right now for the Mavericks. He's happy with that. The vibes are good. He's wearing his sunglasses inside after the press conference yeah. on Christmas Day. He's excited about that. He loves starting. Vibes. He loves he loves the vibes. He loves being in this situation. Like he's getting the ball because frankly, like there are times when nobody else besides Luca wants the ball on this team. And Christian Woods like, "Jason Kidd, I will take the shots. I will shoot the thing. I will shoot the rock." And he's getting opportunities. But what happens when like a Zach Levine or a DeRozan or you know one of these guys gets traded? The Mavericks finally, hopefully, end up getting somebody like that, and he becomes the third guy. Then, then what is his use for the Mavericks? Right? You're like, all right, now this is this. These are the things the Mavericks have to decide over the next six weeks to try and figure out. All right, can we give him this this extension, and uh, or should we just go ahead and trade him because that's what they did with Brunson. Right, they yeah. were like, okay, we're, we can get, we could try and give him this extension, or we can shop him. And they decided to shop him. They couldn't get a deal done for him, and so then by that time, Brunson was playing so well that he's like, I'm not taking this extension. I'm waiting until the end of free agency because I'm going to get more money from my daddy and the Knicks and, <laughs> and all that. Yeah. So let's say Wood in his camp is like firm four for seventy seven, and let's say the three options are the four for seventy seven extension, walk for nothing. Or traded by the deadline. Which one do you think is more likely? Go over him again. He, he walks the for full extension. Four years, 77 million. He plays out the rest of the year in Dallas. And then he, 
and let's just say plays out the rest of the year in Dallas. And you 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 know try or to you, try or, to extend him then or try to to re-sign him then. Yeah, or he's traded by the deadline. Which one do you think is more likely? Likely, I think they try to trade him. No, no, that wasn't an option. Trade him, but is, trade him by the deadline. Tra- he's traded by the deadline, full extension, or he plays out the rest of the year. God, expire. Well, with with this front office, I feel like he'll probably just play out the end of the year. He'll go sign somewhere else, and you'll just be like, gah, you know, just be frustrated by the whole thing. <laughs> I think they will try to trade him though. They'll, they'll they'll try all that. They have to. Yeah, I agree. I think he's traded by the deadline. And this is just us reading the tea leaves, right? This is not like, you know, what I think. What I think they should do is I think they should sign him to a, a shorter deal, like you were talking about, and try it a little bit more. We've seen growth from him, and he's been a player in his career that's been like a late bloomer. He's a late bloomer at UNLV, late bloomer in the NBA. You know, there's been different like like. Uh, reason like <laughs> behavioral reasons for that in some instances and everything's been great in a contract year but he's been playing better he's finding his way and like the Mavericks need some of these guys to like they can't keep losing some of these guys and so I think they should they sh- I think they should extend him maybe a shorter deal and like keep keep trying it and see what happens but uh but then you know if they can put him in some kind of deal for a star psh, heck yeah do that like do that deal right <laughs> if, if that's what it is coming up let's talk about the Mavs roster move they made today, releasing Tyler Dorsey, signing A.J. Lawson, and then BetOnline came up with a bunch of different odds for players the Mavericks could sign. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about BetOnline. I'll just bring this one up because this one's nuts. James Harden's next team, if not the Philadelphia 76ers, James Harden was asked about rumors that he was interested in going back to Houston, and he did not deny those rumors. He's sitting there looking like a... Like a, he had a coat of many Muppets, basically. Have you seen his coat that he was wearing on Christmas yeah, Day? The the coat with the hood and all that. You're like, what is this guy doing? And then he's like, you know, I I, I saw the report. You know, I'm happy where I am here. I'm I'm here right now. <laughs> so Bet Online has these these odds: Houston Rockets plus two hundred, Miami Heat plus five hundred, Boston Celtics plus seven hundred, Dallas Mavericks plus seven hundred, Knicks plus eight hundred. Uh, Lakers plus 800 Bulls plus 900. This, these are the odds for his next team. So if you're interested in that, you can go check it out on bet online. They have all kinds of different at different, uh, odds and lines and stuff. They have college football, NFL, all that kind of stuff. It's bet online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, the Dallas Mavericks made a roster move today where they released Tyler Dorsey. They signed AJ Lawson, um, the Tyler, this is something that they should have done before the season, right? Like the Tyler Dorsey signing was always kind of strange to me. Um, you have Tyler Dorsey at home. His name is Tim Hardaway Jr. And he's better. And he's been in the, he's, you know, had experience in this system and all that. Tyler Dorsey is, uh, he played only three games for the Mavericks. He was on a two-way deal. So he played a bunch with the, you know, the legends. He had a bunch of really good games for the legends. He was scoring like 40, 50 points with nine, eight, nine threes a game at times. Really good shooter. Didn't bring a whole lot else to the table. He's almost he's almost 27 years old, and so the signing to begin with, for all those reasons, was just kind of odd. Like what what would them like op, most optimally what would happen with this this player for the Mavericks? Like I guess he would play like a you know a Tim Hardaway type role. Uh, AJ Lawson played for the Dallas Mavericks in the summer league. He had he's a three theoretical three and D type player. His his three ball hasn't come around, but we've seen it in summer league this past year that it can be you know a viable shot for him. He's athletic. He can guard. He's pretty good in transition, and uh, yeah, I, I think this is a good move. But they should have done they should have done this before the season because right now they're they're hemorrhaging wings. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. So 
just like you said, they should have done it in the offseason. But, you know, Minnesota took him and Dallas passed, went with Dorsey instead. And now they get to kind of like reverse, you know, their decision a little bit. I think there's with the the injuries they've had, Dorian's been out for a little while. Maxie's been out. Uh, Frank Nelikina is like in and out questionable. Um, Josh Green has missed a bunch of games now with the elbow sprain. AJ Lawson might see some time. Like he might see some minutes because Maybe. they need these wings. Jason Kidd's been so just fixated on the uh, the rotation that he has, and like, all right, if there's a wing player that's out, like Dorian, I'm going to replace him with a wing, another wing player. It's just been next man up for this rotation instead of let me move these minutes around here and there. And so I think AJ Lawson may see some time here because he's that that theoretical three and D type player. And uh, yeah, glad to see he made his way back to the Mavs. Interested to see him play with the uh, the legends and so we'll see what happens with him i think it's a good signing uh it's a couple months late but i'm glad the mavericks end up getting him back because i think he can i think he can end up being a you know a wing player in the nba yeah no sure make the swing i mean he's a two-way guy so i'm not expecting a ton but i love to have a guy like aj lawson here i'm happy for it all right bet online has a bunch of these odds that the uh <laughs> Players, it, players next team, if not with their current player, so if their current team. So mm-hmm. a bunch of these players that may be in trade rumors over the next couple of years or, or this or this season. The first one that, that really caught my eye, Trey Young. So he's there's been talks that, you know, the Chris Haynes report recently that, you know, the Trey Young and the Hawks are having issues and they can't come to agreement. And we've, we've heard the reports about Trey Young and Nate McMillan not being able to work things out. And Trey Young missed the whole game because – he didn't want to play in the game, and then he didn't show up to shoot around and just like all kinds of weird stuff with the Hawks. But Bet Online put up these odds: Trey Young's next team, if not the Atlanta Hawks, <coughs> and the Dallas Mavericks are number one, plus two fifty. Miami Heat number two, plus three fifty. That one's really that one's really interesting. Celtics number three, plus four hundred. Nuggets plus seven hundred. Lakers plus seven hundred. Spurs plus eight fifty. <laughs> I can't imagine him playing for Pop after no. all this, but I figure I feel like he could he could get the best out of him. But where are the Knicks on that list? Uh, Pelicans plus nine hundred, Clippers plus a thousand, Jazz plus twelve hundred, Blazers plus twelve hundred. No Knicks on the list. Wow. What? Okay, so what's the thought here uh, with the Dallas Mavericks? Number one odds for Trey Young's next team, if not the Atlanta Hawks. You sent this to me, and I just laughed out loud when I saw <laughs> it. <laughs> I just wanted to add before the discourse alone. I want to see Mavs fans rush it to their social media, if not already, searching Trey and their like username, trying to like you know delete tweets and the, all this. The stuff. great Trey Young tweet purge. Um, you know, my first thought was, you know, we'd get outbid. You know, even if let's say he hit the market tomorrow and said, "All right, they're taking bids," like teams like New York and stuff, they're going to outbid Dallas, right? Like, you know, having some young players, having all the picks, um, all of that. That's my that's my first thing also i don't know what's his value like that's the other that's the thing when you first said outbid it reminded me of zach lowe's recent conversation about trey young where he's like i don't know what his value is because can you create a championship level team if trey young is a piece there like we're seeing how valuable like just not having a single defensive liability on a team is like it's it's so hard in the nba right now if you're yeah. a defensive negative, like a negative, not even just an average player or even just like Luca's level where he can play good defense at times, but he can also be a liability at times. Like he's always a liability. Like you're just, you're yeah. always, he's always just going to be that because of his size uh, and just his overall like defensive, uh, I guess, awareness or <laughs> at, at this point in his career. And so you're like, 
like who who's going to make that kind of a deal? It, it's probably going to be one of these teams that needs to take the next step up, but it's not from playoff team to championship level team. And so that's where you see the Mavericks, and the Mavericks' name is, is all over these. They're on Trey Young's odds, DeMar DeRozan's odds, Zach Levine's odds, even James Harden that we mentioned in the, the break, because they need this next star. Like, yeah, because like, they're going to be shopping. And so everyone's waiting for the Mavericks to make a move like this, and so they're like, all right, we'll just put the Mavericks up top because – Luca's the you know the big name. We saw it at Christmas. You're like national stage. He needs some help, and then you're like, all right. Well, the Mavericks are definitely going to make one of these moves to help Luca out. You know, Trey Young makes like forty six million dollars in like four years. That's Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah. So that's not, like, even, that's not even the full max. He didn't even get that full max because he didn't make All NBA. I'm old enough to remember Luca versus Trey debates. Remember those days? It's because of Cam Reddish, Isaac. They got Cam Reddish too, and so that makes <laughs> that makes the Hawks win the trade. Guess what? God, didn't, that, didn't win any of it. That's so funny. Um, also, another thing of like when a team spends you know a lot of money, it doesn't guarantee you that they're gonna be you know anyway. Um, because they spent a lot of money on that 2019 offseason. okay so an interesting thing about this hawks team i have been thinking about this for a little while they've done everything that like mavs twitter and like like i know jason but twitter isn't the coach i I know i know they're not the coach or the gm twitter a small portion of the fan base the hawks have done i mean the hawks have done anything that mavs fans have been asking like the mavs to do they've gotten these higher draft picks they've tried with deandre hunter and they've tried with you know, some of these other guys, they've they've nailed the John Collins type pick that's a, a late pick. They've signed guys in free agency. They've made, you know, in Bogdanovich, they signed Gallinari to that huge deal. They signed Capella. They went out and they they made a big trade for John Tamer. And like, <laughs> still, like, they did all those things that we wish both the teams, Mavs would do. And it hasn't worked, right? And that's the difference between those two stars, right? Is that well, both teams have went to a conference finals and now they've came back around to where they're both kind of looking at each other like, hmm. Spider-Man meme, like <laughs> what are we like we're looking for? The problem the new is pieces. the Hawks probably have more talent and have, have tried to add more talent than the Mavericks yeah, have yeah. recently. It just hasn't they, worked. The Jonte Murray trade, they that's swung what, big. That's what I'm for saying. That. They swung big for that, and they're still kind of in the same spot they they've been. And so it's just a it's a testament to like even though when when you do swing, it doesn't guarantee. Yeah, it's you know, still a stuff. You, you got to find that. Um, <clears throat> but like, does he get the package like Donovan Mitchell got? You know that you know Utah got and all that stuff that Cleveland had to give up. Let's just say real quick, though, on paper and, like, if he, like, came out and said, I just want Dallas, like, you would take him, right? Like, you would take him in Dallas playing with Luka. I mean. Nothing would change roster building-wise for Dallas. He would just slide into the whole, like, they'd still want the same from the center spot. They still want the same from the other position in the starting lineup. But. He He just comes into the Brunson role. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I've take. I'll, I will continue to take my shots at Trey. But if he was willing to come here I would, and play with Luca, then know, sure, let's do it. Another like, one of the weird things is that he has been. He has not embraced this off-ball type. You know, Steph Curry, off the ball type role yet. And yeah. that's what he would have to do with with the Mavericks, right? He would have to embrace that. And so far with Dejounte, he, he hasn't embraced it as much. He's, he does, you know, here and there. But that'd be the interesting part. And then whew, that's your swing. I know. I know that. The Mavs have to get talent. And you're like, okay, well, they have to go get talent. But if this is your one swing, 
Luca and Trey trying to create a championship level defense is uh, I don't trying to that, create LeBron, Kyrie, Cleveland. That is a puzzle that I don't know if Sean Sweeney can can solve. <laughs> but you do it, and you're like, all right, we'll probably make the finals. But uh, Sean's you don't like, know if you're winning. I deserve a raise right now. <laughs> <laughs> make me executive defensive coordinator of the. <sighs> I don't see it happen for Dallas. Shock. No, no. This this is all hypothetical, and this is all out there. But, but there's it's but there's other pieces with Atlanta though, like. If they did have talks with Atlanta, DeAndre Hunter, uh, I think Capella would fit in Dallas. Bogdan Bogdanovich, we've talked about him. Be great fit. There are other pieces in Dallas that I think would fit well uh, around side around Luca. Yeah, there's already been rumors of the you know the the John Collins type trade for the Mavericks, mm-hmm. and so we've talked about that in the past. But yeah, it was just interesting. The Mavs are number one on this this odds to get Trey Young next if if the Hawks don't keep don't hang on to him. I found that really interesting. So <laughs> let us know what you think about that in the comment section below. Let us know what you think about the Christian Wood contract extension uh, talks below. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.